Welcome to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where we tackle the issues you feel awkward talking about and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations you secretly relate to. We're not better than you. We're the same as you. We're just willing to publicly talk about our innermost cringe and shame. I'm Melissa. And I'm Vanessa. Let's get uncomfortable. Hello, and welcome to another potentially cringy episode of I'm Uncomfortable Podcasts. So this week, in honor of Father's Day, we are talking about our relationships with our fathers. Um, so no good discussion about dads would be worthwhile if we didn't incorporate some dad jokes along the way. So before we get into our uncomfortable moments, let me see if I can make Vanessa laugh. And she's already smiling, so I feel like this is going to be easy. So Vanessa. Yeah. What do you call an alligator that wears a vest? A detectigator. Detective. (laughs) Allie Allie the detective gator. (laughs) I love that she's a girl, like girl name, alligator. But actually, the answer is an investigator. It's easy to make Vanessa laugh, but if you liked that one, or if you didn't, (laughs) either way, we'll be doing a dad joke off on Instagram Live this week, so be on the lookout for that, but let's get into our uncomfortable moments now, after we've given ourselves a little bit of a giggle. Vanessa, let's get back to uncomfortable and start off with your moment. Okay. What do you have to share? (laughs) I got a pap smear recently. (laughs) I got a pap smear like yesterday. Okay. And it was just uncomfortable because I, I just Wait, was is. that the first time you've had a pap smear? No. no oh, no, I was going to no. say. No, it is not. But I you just you forget. And I was I was trying to finish work. Oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing, but also kind of funny. Uh I was waiting for the doctor. I thought she would take a while, so I pulled out my laptop and I connected mm-hmm. to my hotspot and I'm sitting there in literally just this not even gown. It only covers like the top half of me and not the bottom <laughs> half. So I'm sitting there cross-legged on the exam table with my laptop on my lap <laughs> doing work and she comes in she's like, "Hi." <laughs> It's like, hey, hold on, let me finish this real quick. Email. Yeah. So she's like, what do you do for work? I was like, um, let's not get into it. Yeah. And so the pap smear happened. And if you're a woman, you understand that the pap smear is this kind of invasive situation where they pry these. It's not kind of invasive. (laughs) They pry these duckbill things into your your vajay and just go kind of like scraping the sides. Anyway, it's important. Do it. Make sure you schedule it. But it was just uncomfortable and I hadn't felt that in a while. So there's that. Enough about my pap smear, please. Let's move on. I was was like cringing (laughs) for you in that situation. Please talk so I'll about take you, you away. So let's talk about let's talk about my social anxiety. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this week I experienced some social anxiety um, when something spontaneous came up. I was hanging out with some friends, which was lovely, and then something spontaneous came up, and I was just like, "Oh, um, frozen. Don't know how to deal with this." Um, so I actually the. The thing that we had planned together ended, which was 
fine and I had a lovely time. Could you time. be any more vague? Like, what do you mean the thing? What did you plan? Where were you? What spontaneous Wait. thing came up? Oh, well, we were having a picnic, like a reunion picnic with our friends. And then um, everyone was like, oh, we're just going to go to the so-and-so's house afterwards. Um, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that that was part of the plan. And so I was like, okay, I'll think about it. I was thinking about it through the whole picnic. <laughs> I ended up not going because I actually went back home. I had to drop off all of this stuff that was in my trunk from the picnic anyways. Okay. So I did that. And then every, there was a couple other people too that were like, oh, we're just going to head home. So like, okay, um, this is my opportunity to just like decide whether I'm going to go or not. So I had a moment of realization that I was feeling anxious so that was uncomfortable Mm. and then the fact that I had to navigate my way around that and not be disrespectful and you know still be grateful for having hung out with friends but so it was interesting navigating feeling guilty for saying hey I'm actually not gonna make it Um, and then I snapping myself out of that so I had to realize and let myself do what I needed to do to reset and I'm very much an introvert so a lot from going court from quarantine to full friends then to other things I'm like okay one step at a time Melissa one step at a time well so yeah okay as an extrovert on behalf of the extroverts we forgive you but I will say I think that this is going to be kind of normal even I am not totally used to hanging out with a bunch of people as much yeah. as I love it uh so I get it don't feel too bad. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I was feeling bad, and then I was like, no, I think I need the time to adjust to yeah. this new normal. So mm-hmm. I was like, no, Melissa, forgive yourself. So, yeah, uncomfortable, but learned from it, grew from it. So, anyways, let's get more uncomfortable and talk about our dads. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> yeah, so Father's Day is coming up this weekend, and it's definitely the parent holiday that is less emphasized out of the two. <laughs> so... <laughs> We did a little dive into some history about the national holiday, and this is what we found. So Father's Day was founded in Spokane, Washington, at the YMCA in 1910 by Sonora Smart Dodd, who was born in Arkansas. I don't know why we need to know that she was born in Arkansas, but in <laughs> its first celebration was in um, the Spokane YMCA on June 19, 1910, and her father was a Civil War veteran um, and a single parent who raised six children there. And it wasn't named a national holiday until President Nixon signed it into law in 1972. And just really? for com- yeah, and just for comparison, that's not that long ago. That's in not. Na- yeah, in 1914, Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation des- designating Mother's Day um, as a national holiday to honor mothers. So then wow. from 1914 to 1972, that's that's funny. But, you know, women didn't get the right to vote until much later. So, you know, like, mm. <laughs> you get your Father's Day later. Okay. <laughs> so... In the spirit of the holiday, we are going to get a little vulnerable and talk about our father-daughter relationships because they are all complex and can be a little complicated and honestly uncomfortable at times. So we'll get into that. (laughs) So, Melissa, let's just jump right in. Would you consider yourself a quote-unquote daddy's girl? I was. I don't think so now. I remember being very much attached to my dad when I was younger. 
Um, and in some ways I still kind of am, but definitely my relationship has changed with my dad over time and I've become more closer with my mom. I think that happened when I went off to college, honestly, I literally called my mom every single day on my way to class. So that was kind of our opportunity to grow closer. And in that situation, I ended up growing a little bit apart from my dad. Um, but my dad and I are similar in that we both are a bit neurotic. So I don't know if that just qual- that qualifies <laughs> as daddy's girl or just genetics at play. But who knows? I used to be. I don't think so now. That's my answer. How about you? Uh, not really. But I'm sure growing up, some people definitely thought I probably was because I went through this phase that my mom calls my tomboy phase where I just like didn't give a shit about dressing up, makeup, anything. And that has obviously changed since then. And I, I, I don't know. That doesn't make you a daddy's girl just because you went through a tomboy phase. Right. But I'm I went saying through a tomboy I think phase. people might have thought I was close to my dad because oh. I went through that phase. And oh, I wasn't necessarily interested in going shopping with my mom or I didn't care. I think I actually do have a lot of things in common with my dad, which is kind of funny considering I didn't necessarily grow up with him. But mm-hmm. we can get into that later. Right. Okay. So before we get into that, um, we polled our audience about their relationships with their dads. So we asked two questions on our Instagram. How close are you with your dad on a scale of who to BFF? (laughs) And then um, this is what uh, they said on that scale or the average was that there were a few people that were like BFF. So good for them. And then there were a couple people that were actually like closer to that who side of the scale. So it was actually pretty even. I was pretty, yeah, it's nice to know that there's a whole range. How would you consider yourself or where would you consider yourself on this dad relationship scale? Um, I'm like two or three notches away from the who part. (laughs) Please explain. (laughs) Uh, I, so I didn't grow up with my dad. I grew up with a stepdad and I didn't meet my real dad until I was maybe 13 and I was going through puberty at the time. I was hormonal. Like they're just, it was just not, you know, your angsty teen years. It was just not an ideal time to meet an adult. I remember you, you telling us that you're going to visit your dad and meet your dad. And I was like, wait, what? Like my like 12 year old, 13 year old brain couldn't compute. I was like, wait, Hold on. <laughs> yeah. You're traveling to go see, to see your dad your for biological the first dad. time? Question mark. It was a lot. It was a lot to handle. I was overwhelmed. It's not something that you... Because some people, they meet their dad, but I had to literally get on a plane to go see mine. And so mm-hmm. there were so many other things that I hadn't experienced before. But anyway, I, I, I've gotten to know him more over, over the years, but I don't know him as well as I might have if I had grown yeah. up with him. Yeah. So that's why I'm not super high on the scale. But anyway, that's mine. What about you? For me, I'm a bit in the middle-ish, like high-ish middle of the scale. Um, I know who my dad is. I grew up with my dad. <laughs> um, but do I really know who my dad was or is? I've heard stories of how they grew up here when they came from the Philippines, how he met my mom, things like that. But a lot of those things are exaggerated stories or like I don't know what's true or not so I mean yes I know my dad as my dad but I feel like I could do more to learn a little bit 
deeper into who he is as a person. So I would say middle-ish. Okay. That's where I'm at. All right. Well, the second question we asked was to for people to describe their relationship with their dad in one word. So what is a word? Pick one response. What is a word that we received? Goofy. Oh, is the word. That's Which is fun. fun. That's <laughs> yeah. cute. Oh, do you have a word? Because I have a word. Yeah, I have a word. Um, I had to think about this, but I think this word fits it perfectly. Uh-huh. Stunted. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'll explain a little bit. This is where we get a little bit vulnerable. Like I mentioned, I was very close to my dad at least I remember a lot of memories with being a daddy's girl there's so many pictures of me with like with my dad um but over time like as I went through that puberty phase I don't think (laughs) he knew what to do oh no and I don't blame him and that's just the natural thing that happened where I just related more to my mom in that sense because who else is going to teach me all these things you know so I kind of gravitated over to being more close to my mom and then we also butt heads a lot with with a lot of things in terms of being more him being more traditional about things and me being more progressive about certain things so you know that strain there and we're both kind of stubborn people Mm. so yeah, there can be friction there. And we bond over our usual things. Like, we're both space nerds and we, like, always want to get breakfast and bond over stuff like that. But those there's other, like, core values and morals and things that we definitely disagree on. But, yeah, so I feel like that's something that's something that I've talked to my... Uh, my therapist about in the past and they're like uh-huh. let's explore this and every time we'd explore that waterfalls of tears oh all my the time. gosh <laughs> anyways what's your one word my one word is drunk uh, <laughs> i remember growing up my dad used to call me on my birthday and he would sing to me he would sing happy birthday in Aww. english maybe or in spanish I don't know. Why not both? Por que no los dos, right? Like, <laughs> que no los dos? Mm-hmm. And I just always thought to myself, even as a kid, I was like, is this man drunk? Is he calling me from a bar? Is he? Because sometimes he would get his, like, he would cajole his friends into doing it too. And so they'd all Aww. be singing me happy birthday. Yeah, you say ah, but as a preteen slash teenager, it was kind of weird to have this grown man I don't really know and his grown ass friends singing me happy birthday <laughs> True. and for me to think that they were drunk I mean he's a good time so am I but I just, <laughs> that's part of why I think I chose that word and uh, our relationship has been a lot of phone calls he'll give me weird advice uh, and have just crazy stories for me I don't know as we both grow older and more mature and kind of get to know each other more it's been interesting that's a good way to describe it definitely interesting (laughs) you know when you just had a little too much to drink and you're kind of too loosey-goosey with the talk and the emotion and the maybe you make him nervous so he needs to like be a little loosey-goosey to like maybe i think i also chose drunk because he's i ask him typically if he's been drinking and (laughs) (laughs) sometimes the answer is yes a lot of the times the answer is yes so I'm like, all right. Well, Y'all both enjoy a beverage. You know? I, we sure do. <laughs> Have that in common. Okay. So, 
<laughs> yeah. So you're ta- you talk about your phone calls and and how your relationship has you know developed over the years of knowing your dad. Um, you've had a unique relationship with your dad thus far. So has there been any fond or impactful memories that you've that come to mind when you think of your dad? Uh, sure. I, well, meeting him for the first time as an adult, I said earlier, I mentioned that I met him as a hormonal 13 year old that did not go well. Mm -hmm. Uh, but as an adult post-college, I took one of my best friends, Troy, with me to Ecuador to visit him and to meet his family. And as an adult, I would say the memories are definitely much cooler, probably because I can drink. Uh, (laughs) and so things aren't as awkward. Uh, but he, my dad is very, uh, charismatic. So if you're listening, I would encourage you to think about a word that describes your father. And for me, it's charismatic. And so to Hmm. me, it might be a little cringy, but for him, people love him and they want to hear him talk and joke and be around him and have a good time. And he's probably an extrovert like me. Uh, but one of his friends, uh, their son is a chef and so he had his own restaurant I liked his food and so my dad basically paid for him to host a dinner party for me and for Troy and he invited people and that is honest I swear to god the fanciest I've ever felt you know (laughs) like oh my dad's paying for this dinner party to be thrown for me by the chef (laughs) (laughs) post college my senior seat 16 but (laughs) but not at all (laughs) 21 if you are like me and you maybe have only met your dad a few times or are developing a relationship with your dad, then what's, I'm curious for you to share with us your own personal stories. Cause I can't be the only one with a crazy dad. Like <laughs> it can't just be me. Oh, I'm sure not. I'm sure everyone would respond to that and be like, um, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, some of the memories that come to mind are waiting up for him when he'd come home from a graveyard shift. My dad Aww. used to work a graveyard shift. That's so, so cute. Yeah. So I remember being like a young kid and I my room at the time, the room that I was staying in at the time was kind of towards the front of the house so I could hear the door open if it if the front door open. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one one time I remember hearing like like a plastic bag rustling and then my mom I heard my mom and stuff like that and they're obviously eating something so (gasps) yeah so I was like okay it's midnight I don't care I'm gonna get out of my bed and I'm gonna see what snacks they have and so (laughs) I would get up and see that they my dad would bring home chili chili cheese fries and zucchini fries and then I'd be like yeah so it'd be something that my mom (laughs) I'm sure it was time for them to spend time with each other and like have (laughs) alone time but me and my older brother caught on to this and we would sneak out of our room (laughs) and we'd be like hey we want some of this (laughs) so it ended up being like well it's probably obviously not great to eat that amount of food at midnight (laughs) whether you're an adult or a child it was kind of a great bonding moment for our family and I remember even um I think I don't know if he was still doing graveyard shift at the time but even to this day my dad has trouble falling asleep and that's something that we have in common I take forever to fall asleep as well but I remember as a kid I would kind of fall asleep to the um noise background noise of 
the TV on in the living room. And when I couldn't sleep, I would get up and then I would see my dad um, watching TV, probably some like TV land. I, I remember a lot of the show MASH. I don't know the storyline at all, but I know oh. I would see the introduction of MASH and I would just lay down on the couch next to him while oh. he was watch- watching and then I would just fall asleep to MASH. So there was a lot of times where I would just be a nocturnal person with him and just, yeah, chill. chill That's out. adorable. And definitely cuter than what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what were you going to th- What did you? I'm now I'm curious to think what you thought I was going to say. I thought you were going to say, I don't know why my brain is like this. I thought you were going to say that you heard rustling of a plastic bag and things being open, like something being opened and your mom was talking and I swear, <laughs> I was like, did your dad buy condoms or something and come home? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, that would be traumatizing and very, it wouldn't well, qualify wouldn't... as a fond memory. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't have known probably what it was. That's true. Like, you know, but mm-hmm. just. <laughs> I guess my like innocent brain at the time was just like goodies because my dad shows affection through through food and treats. So whenever we'd have like some sort of disagreement or fight, I remember there'd be times where he'd come home with like an ice cream cone and be like, truce. Like he wouldn't say that, but like he would bring home food and I'd be like. Okay. <laughs> <Get now. laughs> uh, okay, fine. I accept this. Bribery. I accept this ice cream cone from McDonald's. Thank well, you. Well, <laughs> speaking of gifts and your dad liking to give them, I'm sure. Well, actually, I'm not sure. Does he like to receive gifts? What has your experience been shopping for Father's Day gifts? Here's the thing. My dad's birthday is in May and then <clears throat> and then Father's Day is in June. And so I'm always just like this back to back gift situation that I always have to coordinate with my I'm lucky that I have my brother to coordinate with um but yeah it's definitely evolved over time we've done the classic like new grill which has worked out actually because there have been two times where we got him a grill for either his birthday or father's day and it's worked out great I use the grill more than he does though um but yeah he still enjoys that he has it and over time we've done the whole like tools stuff that you get advertised every single year when it comes around to father's day time Mm -hmm. um luckily my dad also is pretty handy with tools so that was something he appreciated and then nowadays it's more like technology like for example we got him a new tablet this past for his birthday and i'm thinking we're gonna get him something to accompany said tablet for Father's Day. So, yeah, he's very much a tech guy. So I guess that makes it easier. But I know that my dad never shares what he actually wants. It's always this sleuthing game and more like my mom texting me and my brother to be like, hey, your dad mentioned this. Like, his laptop is, like, going out of, I don't know, whatever. It's it's old. You need it. There, he needs a new one, but he's he doesn't know which one to buy. And my, and I'm lucky that I have my older brother to be like, okay, I can deal with that. Okay. So you have a uh, someone to conspire with in order to figure out what to get. Yeah, we have a system, luckily. So it sounds like your dad's kind of like a classic, classic, classic gift. Yeah. 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 Uh, mine, I don't know. So. <laughs> <laughs> My experience has just been terrible. My stepfather and I don't really get along, 
But my mom would always make us go to CVS. Back in the day, it was called Save-On. You remember Save-On? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to buy this disgusting cologne called, oh, what was it called? Something dumb. English leather or something like that. I swear. I swear. If that's true, someone please tell I me. I want to look I, it up. English leather. I feel like that was the name. And it was just cheap and we were poorsies. So I'd have to give it to him and act all nice. And he'd pretend that he didn't know what it was, even though it was the same thing all the time. And so I decided to shake things up one day in elementary school. We had to do these Father's Day card craft things. Uh, and so I decided to make my biological dad a card at the time, even though oh. I hadn't met him yet, because I was sick and tired of trying to... <gasps> Melissa found the image, y'all. It is called <laughs> English leather. It, that's exactly what I remember buying him. Oh, Ugh. my God. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a classic. Uh, anyway, so we were doing these crafts, and I wasn't going to tell anybody what I was doing, um, and I didn't want people to necessarily know, but one of our teachers, Mrs. Mrs. Miss Espiritu, outed me to the rest of my class for like quote unquote not having a dad. She basically said, "Oh my gosh, look, everybody, even though Vanessa doesn't have a dad, she's still making him a card." And I know she was maybe trying to be nice about it and validate the fact that I was still trying. Oh, she probably didn't approach it in the right way. But, oh. like, bitch, get out of my business. I was no. not trying to s- promote this to everybody. And this must have been in, like, sixth grade. That's a very right. vulnerable time. So yeah. now I do know, though, that my biological father likes whiskey, which... I must get the bouginess from somewhere, though, to be fair, my mom is also. So. Yeah, both your parents have a fair <laughs> share of bouginess uh-huh. ingrained in them. So you said you lose. I lose. <laughs> it's expensive. It's expensive to be bougie. It's it's too much. But anyway, I don't know. It's I'm hoping it'll become better. And I'm glad you've had a kind of classic dad experience yeah, all-american dad experience except filipino <laughs> except filipino except make it filipino make yeah. it filipino yeah. except make it an immigration story so <laughs> <laughs> so you know if if you are listening though and you do have recommendations for either my father or melissa's please yeah, tell let me how us to know. like develop my relationship with my dad as an adult human being yeah because shopping for father's day gifts is difficult so if y'all have suggestions slide into the dms with those links slide into the dms we need all the help we can get so anyway in the spirit of father's day as we've been talking about i'd like to end with my own dad joke uh oh uh-huh and again we will be doing our dad joke off on instagram live where we're gonna try to challenge each other with dad jokes and the other person will try not to laugh so here we go melissa what does a house wear what it what address (laughs) get it address address (laughs) i'm laughing at more at how obvious that one is and yet I, like, cracked under the pressure and was just like, just tell me. 
Well, if you appreciated that dad joke as much as Melissa did, make sure to tune in to our dad joke off this week. I think we're both just going to be laughing the whole time, but we'll see. And thank you all for listening today. Hope that you have gotten a moment to realize, you know, maybe you need to call your dad. Maybe there's something that you need to tell your dad and help develop your relationship with said father figure in your life. So happy Father's Day to all of the father figures, fathers out there. Um, We'll be celebrating with our dads in some shape or form, I'm sure. Um, And be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast and send us all your Father's Day gift recommendations, please. So we release new episodes on every Tuesday, so we will see you then. Bye.